The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, making his case. President Biden delivers the State of the Union, saying the economy is improving and urging both parties to come together. The people sent us a clear message. Fighting for the sake of fighting. Power for the sake of power. Conflict for the sake of conflict gets us nowhere. The president's first State of the Union to a divided Congress. This morning, where it goes from here, we're live in Washington. Then medical myths. We're taking a look at everyday health trends and sorting through fact and fiction. So does cracking your knuckles cause arthritis? Do you need to shower every day? What about sugar? Does it really make kids hyper? Dr. John Torres is here to break it all down. And service, sacrifice, and the Super Bowl. Meet the Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs fans who share a special bond. It's a whole new lease on life. The two former Marines reconnecting after 20 years for a life-saving transplant. I don't know how my body will react if the Chiefs win. The Eagles are going to win. <laughs> Go Birds! The two friends here in our studio to share that heartwarming story. Today, Wednesday, February 8, 2023. This is from Homo, Louisiana. Hi to my Aunt Bobby, a Today Show super fan watching in Boston. I love you. Visiting all the way from Ireland. From Portage, Michigan. Celebrating our retirement. After a lifetime of teaching. Celebrating 45 years of friendship. And our 60th birthday. From Milwaukee. Oh, I love it. How sweet. Welcome back, everybody. So nice to have you with us Wednesday morning. I'm holding it down in Washington. We had the State of the Union last night. Hoda and Craig in New York. And what a great plaza crowd you got out there. We got sweet. Yeah. We got with Louisiana repped. We got some ladies from Homa. We can't wait to get out and visit the celebrations. Mm -hmm. Well, let's get right to it. Here's your news at 8 o'clock. The president hitting the road this morning, set to deliver his post-State of the Union sales pitch. He'll start in Wisconsin, touting his economic plan. Following a spirited address to Congress last night, NBC's chief White House correspondent, Weekend Today co-anchor Peter Alexander has more now. Peter, good morning. Hey, Savannah, good morning. White House aides here are thrilled with the president's performance last night and their eyes capturing the contrast between President Biden and House Republicans now in the majority who, despite being warned by their leaders to behave, repeatedly taunted and booed the president. <laughs> president Biden extending his hand to the new speaker, Kevin McCarthy, before confronting Republican heckling head on, tangling over the fate of Social Security and Medicare. The president taking aim at an idea floated by just a few Republicans. Some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. The comment drawing outrage and boos, including from GOP firebrand Marjorie Taylor Greene. But then with a smile, the president turning the tables, appearing to get Republicans on board with his position to protect the popular programs. Stand up and show them. We will not cut Social Security. We will not cut Medicare. So, folks, as we all apparently agree, 
Social Security and Medicare is off the, off the books now, right? They're not to be stopped. At several points, McCarthy was seen trying to shush his boisterous members. Like this moment when the president mourned 70,000 Americans killed by fentanyl each year. Still, the president's overarching theme, an appeal for bipartisanship. Conflict, for the sake of conflict, gets us nowhere. What was widely viewed as the unofficial kickoff to the president's re-election campaign, punctuated by this optimistic declaration. The people of this nation are strong. The state of the union is strong. The Republican response from new Arkansas Republican Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, portraying the president as the head of a failed administration, hijacked by the radical left. President Biden and the Democrats have failed you, and it's time for a change. This morning, President Biden will hit the road to try to drive his message home. First stop, Wisconsin, of course, a key 2024 battleground. Then tomorrow, Florida, home to two potential presidential challengers, Governor Ron DeSantis and former President Donald Trump. Savannah. All right, Peter Alexander at the White House. Thank you, Peter. Now, let's move to the desperate search for people still trapped beneath the rubble in Turkey and Syria. It is a race against time. The death toll from Monday's powerful earthquake now at more than 11,000. NBC's Kelly Kobiea is in hard-hit Turkey. Kelly, good morning. Good morning to you, Hoda. We're in Pazarchuk, one of the hardest hit areas in Turkey, just 25 miles from the epicenter. And what we found here is tragically familiar block after block of badly damaged or completely destroyed homes like this one, where the kitchen just crumpled down onto the street below, leaving dangerous debris for searchers to dig through. But they are still hopeful today, especially after uh, a family of six were found alive in the rubble in Syria overnight, along with a newborn baby girl, all of them rescued. Today, the U.S. search and rescue teams join in this effort. They're expected to land today, along with search dogs and heavy equipment. But all of this, as you mentioned, Hoda, as that death toll continues to go up, now above 11,200, with hundreds of thousands of people either sleeping in shelters or on the streets. Hoda? All right, Kelly Kobiea for us. Kelly, thank you. The Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, is in Britain this morning in a surprise trip just announced overnight. He's holding talks with British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, who today pledged more support, including training for Ukrainian fighter pilots. Zelensky also addressing Parliament and meeting with King Charles at Buckingham Palace this afternoon. This is only Zelensky's second trip abroad since Russia's invasion started nearly a year ago. Leo Recalli visited Washington back in December, meeting with President Biden and giving a 20-minute address to Congress. All right. News is covered. How about a boost? I got you. got you covered, Gregor. All right. Here we go. A New Jersey woman named her rescue pup Rafael Nadog after tennis superstar Rafael <laughs> Nadal. It turns out Raf is just as good as his, it's his true calling as Nadal is on the court. Check it out. Good boy. Jeez. <laughs> good boy, <laughs> this one. Okay, what is that? What's happening here? Rafael Nadog is a champion stick fetcher. Uh, that one looks like a log. I don't even think that's a stick. Anyway, Olivia Schreiber, the owner, says Raf likes nothing more than fetching sticks, um, often many times his own size. Wow. Rafael wow. Nadog. Nadog. That is the best okay. name. I mean... <laughs> That dog is as good with sticks as Rafa Nadal is on the tennis court. And now I have a new idea, guys, if oh, we ever no. get a dog. 
Dogger Federer. I knew Dogger it. Federer. You know what? You couldn't let it just be. No. no, you ha- no you Always goes not. back to Raj. Everything. It does. We Sorry. understand. SG, you got to get, you got to get, you got to get to Reagan National. You got to catch your flight. We need you back here tomorrow. We'll see you then. Have a good one, guys. It's a nice mic drop before she left. Uh Uh, Still ahead here on a Wednesday morning, your first look at two more Super Bowl commercials. And the star of one of those ads with us live this morning. She's a little rusty, she says, with press. So this could go sideways. Anna Ferris is here. But first, guys, you're going to love this story. Two friends, former Marines, one's a fan of the Eagles, the other pulling for the Chiefs. They have a remarkable story of service and sacrifice and Atlanta, them tickets to the big game. We'll talk about it coming up right after this. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we're back with more of our countdown to the Super Bowl. More than 120,000 fans are flocking to Glendale, Arizona for Sunday's clash between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Among them, two former Marines. So they lost touch after they served together and they reconnected for a life-changing reason. We're going to chat with them in just a moment. But first, here's their story. Billy Welsh is a lifelong Eagles fan. John Gladwell does not miss a Kansas City Chiefs game. The two first met more than 20 years ago while serving in the United States Marine Corps. After their time in the service, they stayed connected through Facebook, but they had not spoken in years. But in 2019, Welsh posted he was sick and needed a kidney donation. I posted on Facebook, does anybody have a spare kidney I can get? Minor junk. At first, Gladwell thought Welsh was kidding. Because I'm known to be a, a jokester. And I said, no, man, this is the real deal. Gladwell sprang into action. His test was a perfect match. He says he knew what he had to do. You never leave a brother behind. Marines are a brand, band of brothers. You don't, don't leave someone behind. When the transplant happened, I was literally days away from... Um, dialysis. Gladwell traveled to Philadelphia, where he and Welsh underwent a 10-hour kidney transplant surgery together. John stepped up. Welsh doesn't take anything for granted. It's a whole new lease on life. You know, I was worried about if I didn't get a kidney, my son would grow up without a father. Just days ago, the Eagles president reached out to the Chiefs, and the two teams banded together to bring these two fans to the Super Bowl. This diehard Eagles fan has not lost his loyalty or sense of humor, despite living with a kidney from a Kansas City Chiefs fan. A Chiefs kidney? I don't know how my body will react if the Chiefs win. The Eagles are going to (laughs) win. Go Birds. A band of brothers. 
a bond forever. I would like John to know thank you and I love you and you're my brother until the end. Here they are, guys, the men of the hour, Billy Welsh and John Gladwell. Guys, wow, what what a moment. What a moment. Um, what did it mean to you, Billy, when John said, look, pick me. I'm going to be your guy. Um, it meant the world to me. It was all just, I was speechless. And John Gladwell is my hero. <laughs> John, it didn't take you a beat. To raise your hand. This is an emotional no. moment. I can feel it. Um, what made you say yes? His son. He has a son? Um, his son is a little bit older than my grandson. Yeah. I wasn't going to let his son grow up without his dad being there for everything. And when you decided that you were going to donate your kidney, you didn't even tell your wife, did you? You just stopped doing it. <laughs> she she told me whatever I decided. She was 100% with me, but I had yet to actually tell her that it's going to happen. Yeah. So I kind of had to pause and let her know. <laughs> Billy, when you, you know, it's funny how stories end up are not always the way they start. So you guys are brothers. You said he's your hero. When you first met John, what did you think of him? And you can be totally honest. Oh, I couldn't stand him. <laughs> really? What was it? He was just, he was a grumpy old salt dog. <laughs> That's what he was. <laughs> did you know he thought that about you back then in the day? I think everybody did. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I was just, I just wanted to go home. I was done. I was tired. Yeah. It's time for the new guys to come in and do their job. Uh, right after surgery, when you came out, you'd done something that people don't often do in their lifetime, John. You saved a life. Um, what did that feel like for you? Another October 13th. <laughs> just another day. I... I had it set in my head that no matter what happened, it's just another day. Wow. I mean, I was in pain, but it was just another day. Well, you're living right. I mean, you guys, after this happened, you guys are going on your merry way. You're both diehard fans of your teams, the Eagles and the Chiefs. And then you all get a call from the presidents of the <laughs> Eagles and the Chiefs saying, hey, by the way, guys, what do you, you want to come to the game? Tell us about that I call. I was stunned. <laughs> yeah. Like... I get a phone call from a random number. Yeah. I answer, and he's like, hi, this is uh, Don Smolinski with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, hello. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you call me on accident? Yeah. And he was just like, I would, I'm calling to, uh, or I heard about your story, and I'm calling to invite you to watch the, the game here in Arizona. Can you imagine? Man. Uh, I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> well, and John, for you, you live close to the stadium. You yes. were mentioning that your wife was undergoing some um, cancer treatment yes. nearby. What um, is going to happen when you go back there? Well, it's, it's been a few years yeah. back. Um, we've just never, she's never been able okay. to ring the, the bell. To ring the bell when you're cancer free. Um, for remission. Uh-huh. That's one thing we're definitely doing. You're going to go to the hospital and ring that bell? Yes. Wow. What a poignant 
beautiful weekend it's going to be for you. We're happy that your wife is well. We're happy that you are here and we're happy for what you did for this <laughs> incredible guy. You guys going to stay friends for a long time? Uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> at least till after Sunday. <laughs> Who's going to win it? Chiefs. Eagles. Come on. Uh, Eagles. Y'all, please send videos. Oh, there you go. That's love. All right, Billy and John. <laughs> Y'all, thank you so much. You guys are real sweet. We appreciate you coming to see thank us. Thank you so much for having me. All right, let's go over to Mr. Roker, get a check of the weather. Uh, those guys got to take that act on the road. I like that. <laughs> I'm looking at some snow showers up through the Rockies. Beautiful weather out west. We're looking at severe storms developing in the, in the lower Gulf and on into the mid-Mississippi River Valley. Nice and mild along the eastern seaboard. All right, well, that's your latest weather. Now the second best time. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard to top. That was yeah. awesome. They were sweet guys. Guys, guys. All right. First up, this one goes out to all the beauty school dropouts. Uh, we're talking about Greece, Rise of the Pink Ladies. Yesterday, Paramount Plus released the official trailer for this highly anticipated musical series. The Grease prequel is set four years before the original movie, telling the story of how Rydell High's famous girl gang came to be. The Rise of the Pink Ladies premieres on April 6th. Cool. All right, now actress Anna Ferris. So, okay, so you get the call. Hey, we want you to do a Super Bowl ad. First of all, what was that call like? Um, it was thrilling. <laughs> I've never done a commercial before. Period. I mean, like it's a couple of regionals, you know, yeah. not for lack of trying. Yeah. So, like, for this to be a Super Bowl <gasps> commercial feels like one of those moments of, like, high school, like, revenge. Yes, it's <laughs> happening. So, wait, when they told you what it was, yes. how it was going to play so, Avocados from Mexico wanted me to play Eve. Uh-huh. Um, our ad tells the story of what would happen if um, Eve took a bite of an avocado <laughs> instead, instead of, of the apple. Oh, yeah. oh, that's a great yeah. premise. Uh-huh. And it, it looks like you had to shoot most of uh, the commercial. Yes, I did. <laughs> and, uh, and, like, I think I know where you're going. Yeah. Yes. Um, the wardrobe that was set out in my trailer was... Um, you know, those jelly, like, <laughs> the end of the day, those were a little, getting a little rough. But I was really, um, I really. Do you I, have to just exhale and make yeah, it happen? Yes, like, yeah. that was the thing. Like, it's like, I'm 46. Okay. I don't, I love it that avocados from Mexico wanted to hire a 46-year-old Eve. Yeah. Um, and that I was like, you know, I could either fight this mm-hmm. or all day and feel <laughs> modest and yeah. be like, ah, cover me up. But. I didn't think that Eve would, would ever. Oh, that's like, true. You know what I mean? She's yeah. an innocent. Yeah. yeah. That's true. You know, so you embraced it. all method acting. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were in the Garden of Eden. Yes. Yourself. You were, what would be the one thing you couldn't resist? What would oh. be the one temptation oh. you could Oh. Oh. You know, I, I don't know why this. Are we talking food? Because my yeah. head went to ponies. <laughs> oh, really? You want to eat a pony? That's, that's, that's your thing. Well, maybe. <laughs> no, not eating. I know. Oh. Uh, but this is where people tell me uh, that I'm a little bit odd that my brain goes to interesting places. Well, you know, it's so funny. I heard through the grapevine. Are you a knitter? Did you yes. knit the director a hat? Yes. Brian Buckley, he's like the king of Super Bowl commercials. And uh, so it was It was just an amazing... I, like, I hadn't... Um, it, it felt uh, just really alive the yeah. whole day. <laughs> and the bragging rights I have. And so Brian is a genius. And I really wanted him to use, like, good, funny takes. Or yeah. Maybe at least attractive yeah. takes. Or, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay, vanity, right? Yes. So I sp- spent, like, the rest of the night quickly knitting in this hat, which apparently he loves. Oh, yeah. Wow. And the commercial oh, turned out great. That. There's Wait, the hat. That's cute. Good hat. There it is. Oh, nice. That's great. No, any... You guys don't knit. No. No. Yeah. yeah. See, any knitter would be like, oh. 
Well, for us, well, we're you, all... impre- you impressed us. Exactly. Well, thank you. Anna, thank, thank you so much. Congrats on your first commercial. Thank this you. Thank you so wow. much first of many. Um, yes. Thank you. Well, thanks really for bringing all your avocado friends from Dallas, yeah. too. The, <laughs> delightful the avocados people. from Mexico makes everything better. Thank you. Truly, truly, they're incredible. Straight ahead, not just avocados. No, no, it is Wing oh, Wednesday. Savannah is in here. All right, that's oh, why yeah, we're doing right. it. That's why we're doing it. Bones with salsa calls it. Uh, we're going to do Wing Wednesday. We're going to make them three ways. We're also going to learn the fascinating history behind everyone's favorite Super Bowl snack. That's the secret. Uh, uh. Welcome back. 8.30 on a Wednesday morning. A, a bit of a milder start uh, to the day here in New York City. We've got a, a happy crowd on the plaza spending their morning with us. Thank you all for being yeah, here. Yeah, we're so happy you guys are here. Uh, <laughs> I like when they're loud. Okay, just ahead, we're talking medical myths with okay. Dr. Torres. So here's some questions. Does sugar really make your kids hyper? Yes. Is it really bad to crack your knuckles? Mm-hmm. Some of uh. Dr. Torres's answers might actually surprise you. Those are good ones. Mm-hmm. Plus, Adriana Brock is here with new items on our hot list, including, have you ever ripped your tights? Oh, yes. Well, yes. Guess, well, guess what? She's going to show you the rip-resistant tights that our Shop oh. Today team is obsessed with. Okay. And soon you'll be when too did out. you rip your tights? I'm oh. actually wearing compression socks. And oh, I actually, okay. <laughs> did you and pop I a pop, hole in I it? I popped a hole in it. I, oh, I got a run so. in my socket. You, you all know what that's like, ladies, right? Oh, my gosh. Wow. And then I just wear the Spanx for fun. Anyway, uh, then we've got a delicious history lesson in honor of the Super Bowl. Our man, Adam Richmond, oh, has things you never knew about chicken wings. Never knew. Yum. He's helping us make them three ways. All right. Good looking wings. Also, coming up in just a few minutes on the third hour for our series, Dad's Got This. I had the chance recently to meet a father who is helping other fathers connect with their children in a very special mm, way. It's a, it's a personal mission that all started when he was 19 years old, and it started with a life-changing letter. You don't want to miss this one. Mm, I want to see that. Really nice. Hey, before we get to the weather, we, we want to take a moment here to wish a very happy retirement to Bobby McMahon. Bobby! Bobby! Bobby is one of our playback operators. Uh, those, uh, when you see stories and stuff, he's running those tapes. Well, it's a job he's been doing for us more than more than 25 years. Oh. Bobby, we are sending you all of our best wishes. We love you, Bobby. Happy, happy, happy retirement. Bobby. Everybody up? say happy, happy retirement, Bobby. Happy retirement, Bobby. Mr. Roper, how about a check of the weather? All right, let's see how Bobby's retirement is going to start off weather-wise. Uh, for Friday, record highs in the north. East. Strong storms along the southeastern Atlantic coast. Bit of a chill down in Texas. Sunshine from the plains into the southwest. Saturday, chilly in the northeast. A southern storm along the southeastern Atlantic coast. Above average highs in the plains. And then on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. we got a coastal storm developing, but mild from the Great Lakes into the Midwest. We're looking at sunshine from Texas on into the plains. And that is your latest weather. Thank you, Mr. Roker. When we come back, we all know what they say about carrots and your eyesight, but is it true? You never saw Bugs Bunny wearing glasses. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Dr. John is in the house to break down some uh, some common health myths. But first, this is Today on NBC. I like your name. And welcome back. When it comes to healthy trends, they, they seem to change 
It seems to change faster than we can keep up with. Right. So from eating egg whites only to showering every single day, there are a lot of so-called rules that we've all heard of. But how do you know what's real and what's simply a rumor? Let's sort it out. We're going dis- to separate facts from fiction okay. with our senior medical correspondent, Dr. John Torres. I'm going to come down here and visit with you. Okay. So egg whites, they always seem like a healthier option because we know the egg yolks have cholesterol and all the rest. But you say? And, you know, if you remember the 80s and 90s, eggs were kind of the, the food to not get. Yeah, forbidden food. Do Don't touch eggs. And then it switched to where eggs are part of a healthy diet. Okay. But then they said egg yolks. Avoid the egg yolks because each yolk has about 200 milligrams of, of fat. Of, yeah. And it's bad. You know, they say, so don't do it. So but what's, yeah. now the truth is that egg yolks can actually be a good part of a healthy diet because that fat that's inside, the cholesterol that's inside that egg yolk is polyunsaturated, monounsaturated, and it doesn't necessarily translate to sat to the fat in your uh, body, to cholesterol. Okay. And so as long as it's one a day, no more than seven or so a week, you should be fine. This is a big one. Parents have said this for years. <laughs> Eat some carrots. It'll keep your eyes sharp. And this is one of my favorite ones because I was a pilot in the Air Force. And this is one of the things where like, eat carrots. It's great for your Wait, night vision. Wait, you were vision. a pilot in the Air Force? I was a pilot in the Air Force for years. <laughs> I know that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this, this actually wow. came out of World War II. Okay. Because the pilots started using radar, the British pilots. But the British government didn't want people to know that's how they were spotting the enemy at night. So they put out a rumor that it was because they ate carrots, they could see better at Wait, night. Wait, what? Yeah, and so they said, you know, eat carrots, you'll eat better at night. Now, carrots can be part of a healthy diet. Right. They have vitamin A and right. beta carotene. for you. They can help. But them they, by themselves are not going to help. Gonna, this one, I'm going to have to <laughs> beg to differ with you. You say not a the only myth one. is sugar makes kids hyper. I know from daily experience that as soon as my kids eat sugar, <laughs> and, you know, it's they go crazy. If you talk to researchers versus parents, researchers yeah. will say study after study, these studies where they gave kids sugar and then gave them sugar substitutes, they saw them not get any more hyper with sugar. They're saying it doesn't work. If you talk to parents, they say, boy, I of give course. them sugar. They're going to go spinning around. A piece of cake around. and they go crazy. So what researchers say, which has a little bit of truth to it, What's that? think about it. Number one, first and foremost, you think they're going to get more excitable if they eat sugar. So anything they do after eating sugar, you're going to blame on the sugar. Yeah. Number two, they usually get sugar at celebrations and parties when they're hanging out with their friends, they're running they're a muck, they're going a so, little... So, right. They're, they're also, their you know, level's already high. Exactly. So they eat sugar. It's just like the cherry But you talk top. to most parents, they say, I don't believe this yeah, one. Yeah, this one, I'll, I'll hold my judgment. All right. <laughs> so interesting. Because yeah. I'm with you, Hoda. Yeah. I'm for sure. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So this is a good one. Does cracking your knuckles cause arthritis? It does not cause arthritis. Really? Really? That's one of those things we've all Everybody been told since we were a kid. It. So here's what happens. When you crack your knuckles, there is actually fluid and some little bubbles in there, gas bubbles inside your knuckles. When you crack your knuckles, those gas bubbles pop, and that yes. makes the noise. And that's why you can't crack them right away. Is it harmful? Because, you know, people are now, always cracking stuff. The only thing that might happen, if you do it on a consistent, very frequent basis, yeah. you might lose grip strength when you're older. Ooh. But it does not cause arthritis. Okay. It might cause annoyance to the person sitting next to you. So okay. you got to be careful with all that. All right, this is another good one. You hear strength training stops you like, oh, your muscle's going to turn to fat. It doesn't. Muscles <laughs> cannot turn to fat. But what happens is your muscles atrophy. So you start losing that muscle mass. And so you don't look as toned. And so they say, yeah, it looks like it's more fat. It but turned really? to fat. On top of that, your metabolism goes down. Your food input might not go down. Okay. And so you might end up gaining weight and putting fat on that way. Last but not least, well, I thought this was true. Calories you know, in, calories out. And this is one of those things that's kind of the overall umbrella. If you look at things, you're like, you know, sure, if you eat less calories, then you're going to go ahead and right. lose some weight. If you burn 
more calories, you're going to lose some weight. But everyone's very different, very specific. Simple. And foods, you digest foods different than I do. You absorb foods different. You store foods different. And so it's different for everybody. So even though it's a catchphrase, that makes it sense. doesn't necessarily apply that to everybody all the time. All right. All right. Let's keep going here, Dr. John. Let's bust some more myths here. Let's talk about showering. Uh, so you don't need to shower every day? You don't. So we have protective oils on our skin. Those protective oils actually keep our skin healthy. If you shower every day, you get rid of those oils. And that's why often we have to put lotion on. On top of that, if you wash your hair every day, especially if you have curly hair, yeah. it can get rid of the oils in your hair and it can cause hair damage as well. And so if typically, but you do want to shower because if you don't, you're going to get bacteria in your pores and get infections. Every but what if days you're out there working out, you're getting funky? See, that's different. If you want to shower because you want to make sure that you're socially acceptable, okay. that's different than if you just want to shower to be healthy. Uh, let's talk about the five-second rule. Yeah. You drop something on the floor. Yeah, everybody says the same thing. You know, five seconds yeah. and you can pick it up. That doesn't work. As oh. soon as it hits the floor, it gets germy. And the problem is, depending what it hits, it's going to get germy in other places. Tile floors are actually the worst because they collect a lot of germs and they get right into the food. Sticky food is the worst as well because it collects food very quickly. Carpet's not as bad. If it's on a sidewalk, if it's on a New York City subway, oh, just no. throw it out. If you can rinse it off in your house and drop it, if you drop it and you can rinse it off and eat it, then you could probably do that. Okay. And this one I'm just oh, seems yeah. disgusting. I, I, sharing, <laughs> sharing lip products? You know, there's, there's so many things that can happen when you share lip products, especially if you share lip gloss because, again, that's sticky and it can get a lot of germs yeah. in there as well. So just be careful. How about kissing? Okay. That's a no, too. <laughs> that's all <laughs> so the no. All right. Wow, I, that was a lot. We learned a lot. I know. There you go. Thank, Thank you, Dr. John. John. All right, coming up next from makeup to your morning cup of coffee, a new batch of products on our hot list to brighten up your day. But first, this is Today on NBC. He would lie his way into their dreams. He was looking for James Bond girls. How fun would that be to be a Bond girl? Then twist them into a nightmare. This guy has done this before. He'll do it again. Until a group of women banded together to put him behind bars and keep him there. You have to participate fiercely, fiercely in what happens next. I'm Keith Morrison, and this is Murder in the Hollywood Hills, an all-new podcast from Dateline. All episodes of Murder in the Hollywood Hills are available now. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with Chris Pine to talk about a career that has taken him from Star Trek to Wonder Woman, and now the new film he wrote, directed, and stars in, called Pool Man. You can get our conversation for free wherever you download your podcasts. Back 843 with today's hot list with uh, more of our shopping happening online. It's getting harder and harder to figure out what products are worth our time, what reviews we should trust. But luckily, we have the Shop Today team. We got you covered. Editorial Director Adriana Brock is here to reveal the latest products on the hot list. And if you'd like to shop along, we'll make it simple for you. You can just use the QR code right there. Can we get started, my darling? All right, we're going to start with your first item on the hot list. Yes. These water bottles. Okay, these water bottles. The Mm -hmm. Shop Today team is obsessed with staying hydrated while we're Mm -hmm. searching the internet for the hottest products for Mm -hmm. you guys. And they are from Owala. So they've got everything you love about an insulated water bottle. Mm -hmm. They keep your water or your beverage hot or Mm -hmm. cold. But what's really unique is they've got this pop top. Love it. Keeps it 
Love it. Spill proof. Mm-hmm. But it's got a built-in straw, so you could drink it upright. Ah. Or you could throw it back if you wanted to. I'm a chugger. Yeah. If I like the other way. And it's got a built-in little handle. Comes in a bunch of sizes and colors. All right. This is a makeup item that people are obsessed people with. People are obsessed with because okay. it combines skincare with makeup. Talk to and me. a little bit of cool science. So remember mood rings back oh, yeah, in the of course. day? So this is kind of like that, but in the makeup world. And it's for your skin. So it's a blush oil that changes colors depending on the temperature of your skin. So I'm actually wearing it right now. Cool. And here, I'll put some on the back of my hand so you can see. It goes on clear. It's literally like a clear oil. And then and it in a few tints seconds, up. it tints up. How does it know your skin tone? It just it, does? It just does. It depends the on the temperature of your body. I also use it on my lips too, which is a nice little All right, hat. let's get a good tote. Okay. Oh, these are cool. These are a classic tried Love. and true from LLB yeah. Boat and Tote. Did you know these were invented in the 40s to lug around um, ice what? from your oh, car? No, I did to, not. Know. To your ice chest? <laughs> yeah, before refrigerators. That. So you know they're made with sturdy canvas. Right. And oh, people yeah. are loving them in 2023, there's actually an Instagram account dedicated to people creating ironic boat and tote monograms. So you can so put your own monogram you can put your on your these? own monogram. It's ah. $8, which is a nice way to make it personalized cool. without spending a bunch of money. And the tote starts at $34. <laughs> What's really great is people aren't just monogramming their initials these days. They're getting really creative. Like, putting really quirky names, quirky <laughs> saying. I like it. You can get creative and have a little okay, fun. Okay, this item, everybody's buzzing about. If you've ever, ever run your tights or had a tr- had problem with them, these are the ones. Okay, these are sheer tech. So they're a little bit of a splurge, but they are all the rage right now, especially during the cooler, cooler months. Yeah. The team is obsessed. The brand says that they will last you 10 times longer than any other pair of tights. So they don't run that easily. They don't run. They yeah. don't rip. I mean, they've got like they these adorable... A- they put a kitten on it, so you know <laughs> you know they last. Yeah. They're made with nylon blend. It's proprietary yeah. to the brand, and it's made with the same nylon material that you find in climbing equipment. Oh yeah, so you, you can know tell it's not gonna it's not gonna rip. It. They're really great. They won't crying and it won't. Yeah. Wow, it's really great. Um, and we have a bunch of the editors on the team who tried it and really love this. Okay, one. I love this product line. I didn't know they had a dry shampoo. Okay, this I is did not know. Hot off the press. Yeah. we love Olaplex. It's a brand best brand. Hair. Yeah. One of the best no ones ever. This came out literally last week and we got our hands on it early to try it. It's a dry shampoo. It's the brand's first ever dry shampoo. Yeah. And it doesn't just, you know, add a little bit of powder to your hair to get rid of the residue and oil. It adds volume and actually detoxifies what? your hair. I also love that when you spray it, it doesn't spray on white like a lot of yeah, dry yeah, shampoos yeah. do. It's just, it, it just sheer. It's sheer. Oh, I so love you can it. use it on darker hair tones too. Okay. So, um, really great. If you want a perfect sneaker... Okay. This one. These are awesome. Oh, you just slip them on. You slip them on, even though they have laces. Yeah. So these are really great. They're Kizzix, and they're a little bit of a splurge. Again, they started around $99. But these are really great because they're slip-on shoes, but you still get the look of a sneaker, of a great shoe. Great for people with mobility issues, Mm -hmm. older folks. They have shoes for kids, women, and men. So (laughs) I like the videos of the guy like jumping in with both feet. Exactly. And they say, I love that. Who wants to deal with shoelaces? Nobody. Nobody does. All right. You've got this little cute thing you're ending on. Yes, I love this. this. So this is going viral on TikTok and Kamari on our team found this. It's a latte pen art. So what are you so talking about? So basically you yeah. fill it up with, with your favorite like little cinnamon topping or right. you could fill it up with coffee grounds. Okay. And then what? And then you push a button. This is about like $10. Okay. And you fill it up and you could make art. So this is perfect for, you know, if you <gasps> want to write 
happy birthday. Like today is my father-in-law's birthday. So you could do a little happy birthday message or you could do a little heart. Great for Valentine's Day. It's so cute. It's just a little fun way to spruce up your morning coffee. Yeah. And that's the the, kids will love it. And it's Thirteen dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's super okay. affordable, really fun way. All good to have products, a fun. Adriana. Yeah, thank, thank you so much for these. You can head to our hot list items, scan the QR code, or just go to today.com/slash/shop. Mr. Roker, over to you. Hey guys. Well, of course, it would not be Super Bowl without wings, and we got just the man to help us talk all about wings, their history, and bring some new flavors. Everybody's gonna love. But first, this is today on NBC. All right. Oh, there you go. The wings of love. There you go. Back now with Today Food Loves Football. Super Bowl just four days away, whether you're Team Chiefs, Teams Eagles. One thing for sure, we will be snacking. According to National Chicken Council, yes, there is a thing like that. Uh, experts estimate nearly 1.5 billion chicken wings will be consumed. So who better to give us a little lesson about the Super Bowl staple than Adam Richmond? He is the host of the History Channel's The Food That Built America. Adam, good to see you. Good to see you again. So you did a whole show on the history of wings. Correct, correct. The March 5th episode of Food That Built America, Flight of the Buffalo Wing. Ah, so so what's the history here? So it's kind of fascinating because it's hotly debated. In Buffalo, there's a place called the Anchor Bar mm-hmm. that generally is considered to be the yes. birthplace of the wing. It's the Bellissimo family. However, there was an African-American man who had a place a mile away on Jefferson, which was essentially uh, a black main street in sure. Buffalo. Yep. And he was taking a sauce that's more known for the D.C. area called mumbo sauce. Mm-hmm. And he was doing mumbo sauce mm. in Buffalo first. And apparently the Bellissimos tried his wings. The thing is it's still hotly contested and both recipes have written accounts from the exact same year from 1966. Interesting. All right. The plot thickens. Well, uh, uh, and for the sauce or the dipping, yeah. ranch or blue cheese? Which do Americans, Americans like? Americans prefer ranch. Yeah. I prefer yeah. I like blue, blue cheese. cheese. Oh. I'm a blue cheese guy. Okay. Yes. So let's get started. We yes. want to, we want to, you know, zoosh them up a little bit. Zoosh them up. Zoosh them yes. up. What do we do? What are we doing with this? So thing? I zoozed mine up. I actually took some really wonderful Middle Eastern flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, I took my mom to Israel, love shawarma. Uh, uh-huh. flavoring. So that's kind of what I did. I did a showing, a shawarma wing. A showing. <laughs> a showing. Showing. Right, exactly. Come on. I'm in rock, uh, Dirty Rock. I got to give a Wayne's World shout out. So I used uh, spices like za'atar. Uh-huh. Um, I used, you know, garlic and lemon and dill and parsley. And you then got I, dates there. Yes, correct. So I made a dip called Tum, T-O-U-M. And it's like this beautiful, creamy, white garlic sauce. Anyone who's mm-hmm. been to Zanku Chicken in LA knows uh, that flavor. But I kind of zhuzhed it up with mm-hmm. a bit of dates and Aleppo pepper. So it's sweet, smoky, spicy. That's fantastic. Thank you. All right. What's our next one? So this one's my version, a kind of a classic combo, bourbon, habanero, and peach. And what I did was, good one? Crazy. Thank you. It means a lot coming from you guys because you've had so much of my food. But um, a brilliant chef here in New York named Esther Choi makes this stuff called chili soil, which is Mm -hmm. part Shit like sauce and oil, but she does a garlic and onion confit. You just mm-hmm. cook them down oh. slowly. Mm-hmm. So I confit the garlic, the onion, and just blend it in with uh, some uh, habanero and mm-hmm. some peach preserves and some bourbon. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Just big umami bomb. Okay. And, and then to cook these, how, what, what's the basic 
cooking. What's so technique. great is you can change the flavor with different ones. So shawarma is typically grilled and flame broiled. I mm -hmm. like that on a grill. The habanero ones you can bake because it's a nice sticky glaze. You can use an air fryer, mm -hmm. pan fryer, deep fryer. It's completely up to you. And then I do uh, mochiko wings, which is using a rice flour, Japanese mm -hmm. rice flour. This is my favorite one. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. See, that was it's inspiring. got a little bite too. Right. Because you need to balance that sweetness. The other thing you have to remember is any ingredient you add, it's going to change Ooh. once you add heat, once you add fat. Good mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Or is that like a, oh, no, oh. No, I, I like the crunkiness, too. You right? actually don't want to dip it in anything. I'm sorry. No, it doesn't need so a dip. Thank you. Though that means a lot. And that was a big thing because I found that a lot of wings kind of need that blue uh -huh. cheese boost. Yeah. In they, fact, they, speaking they, of a lot of wings. Yes. On average, how many wings does the average American eat? That doesn't host man versus exactly. food. Exactly. Uh, 18,000 <laughs> 18, wings in a lifetime and up to wrap oh, around wow. the planet three times. Oh, my and goodness. in fact, on Super Bowl Sunday, there's speculations people will have 3,600 tons of guacamole. Oh, my God. And then, of course, there is the big boneless versus bone-in. So what say you, Adam Richmond? That wings only have bones. Yes. There's no such thing as a boneless wing. No, there's really. wings, and then there's tenders or nuggets. Nuggets, right. And most Americans, 44%, in fact, prefer the boneless what variety. About, what about flats versus drum, drum outs? Oh. Ah, you see, to me, and that to me is like the Cinderella slipper. When I find, you know, the, the, <laughs> the girlfriend that likes the window seat so I can have the aisle, the flats so I can yeah. have the drums. Mm -hmm. What do you like? I'm a drum guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Drum. Yeah, I prefer yeah, the drum. I like the drum. Easy yeah. to dip, more yeah. meat. Yeah. And, and the irony is you're leaving a third of the wing behind. I mean, if I may handle sure. this one, yes, because essentially there's the drum, there's the flat, and then they trim this part right. off. Yeah. And that, it kind of speaks to the tradition. You know, wings became popular because in the South, when there would be a Sunday chicken supper, the good parts were the preacher parts. Right. Kids would have the wings and the leftover parts. Mm. And, and there then you the tradition for God, nobody knows where the tenders come from. <laughs> you don't get this figure, you know, oh. <laughs> specializing in quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, thank you so much. My oh, man, get his recipes at today.com slash food. Catch new episodes of the Food That Built America starting February 19th on History Channel. All this and wing. Oh, oh, oh ladies. All right. We have more coming up on it's our third photo. fourth hour. Oh, God. But let's just watch them spoon. Oh, we'll be back right after this. <laughs>